Here we go. 2021. Welcome back to the Frenzy Podcast. We took a couple weeks off to enjoy the holidays, to relax, and to get ready for 2021. In this episode, we're going to talk about our top 20 in 2020. We're going to keep it positive. We're entering a we're in a new year, 2021. We're going to talk about our goals for 2021. And that's, yeah. All right, let's do this. Okay, let's just start off top 10 list of 2020 for you and for me. So 20 all together. I'm going to go first. I want to go first. Go. What helped me survive lockdown and everything, everything that happened in 2020 was escapism with two sci-fi series, The Expanse, which Michael and I watched over again from the very beginning. So good. It's seriously one of my favorite sci-fi shows ever created. And Star Trek Discovery. Ah, those those helped me through evenings in 2020 under lockdown. How about you, Jules? Well, escapism was big for me as well. I have uh, two shows that I used pretty frequently to escape from things as well. Number one, Bob's Burgers, which I don't know if you watch. It is an animated show. It's so funny and so sweet and heartwarming, but legitimately like laugh out loud funny. And, you know, it always resolves at the end, which is so nice. It's just comforting. And what I believe to be the greatest show on television, which is, of course, RuPaul's Drag Race, which is on again and was on with American, UK and Canadian versions in the past year. So... It's just nice to watch bright colors and people having fun and dancing. And it's about love and community. And it's very, it's just wonderful to watch. Well, I haven't seen either. So that's something I could check out in 2021 as lockdowns Mm -hmm. continue. Second on my list, there was a lot of cooking a lot of cooking happening because, of course, you're home for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I've always loved this blogger. I have her cookbook, Half-Baked Harvest. Amazing. Love her recipes. Every Saturday night, I would make a different pizza recipe from her blog. And Michael and Ooh. Ella and I would have a pizza party Saturday night. And it was so fun. much fun. I used all her recipes for Christmas Eve and Christmas dinner, and they were a success. She's never led me astray. So if you don't know Half-Baked Harvest, check out her blog. She's amazing. You are an excellent cook, so I have no doubt that all of those recipes were a success because I love everything you have ever made for me. You're, so, you're such a good cook. I'm a terrible cook. It's real bad, guys. I can bake. It's true. It's a different thing. Isn't that funny? So something sort of along the same lines, but also escapism, is 
you know that I love dogs. I don't mm-hmm. have a dog mm-hmm. at the moment, but I love, I grew up with dogs. A lot of my friends have dogs. I love dogs. And there is an Instagram account called We Rate Dogs. And every day, stop it. They post a new dog they, and they rate the dog. And most dogs get about a 13 out of 10 because they're all such good dogs. <laughs> and they have little, st- you get to learn their names and their little stories. And they're usually doing something really cute or funny. And then you can go follow them. But every day you get a little, a dog. And the, the guy who runs it just adopted his foster dog. And now you can get texts from that dog. His name is Doug. So you can get a text on your phone from Doug every day with the new dog. It's such a source of joy. It's just pure joy. Whatever is happening. If you look at a cute dog. Oh my God. Yeah. If you look at a basset hound and his ears are touching the ground. I mean, it makes everything feel a little bit better. It does. Okay, I'm going to have to follow that Instagram account. It's really good. I'm going to need the texts as well. Yes, yeah, sign up for the texts. Another item on my top 2020 list is the mountains. I discovered a love for the mountains. In Calgary, I only live about an hour away from the Rockies, and uh, I never really took advantage of it because, of course, during the summers, I was either in Halifax or visiting Michael's family in Nelson or shopping or uh, going to different festivals or brunching. Um, So it just wasn't a priority for me to go hiking. And once in a while, I would go hiking with Mountain, with Michael, who did grow up in the mountains. But I think... And you're not the outdoorsiest person. I'm not. No, I'm not. But in 2020, like the anxiety was escalating as things were escalating. And you're Mm -hmm. always in your house. You can't go anywhere. And it just felt like a really safe space to get... A physical activity it's very it's very um demanding on your body but also to just be in nature is so meditative and reflective and michael and i grew a lot closer he would have ella on his back and we would just talk for hours and hours climbing up mountains and it was it was amazing and i got to face a lot of fears i have this incredible fear of heights that i was able to push myself and and i we went on 15 hikes and it was great it was a great summer you sent a lot of pictures to me that where I was really proud of you for hiking like some trails that were super narrow and really close to the edge. And then sometimes you would send me things that I would, I was genuinely afraid yeah. for your safety. Yes. <laughs> but I, you were safe and because Michael was there and he knew he sort of has has a history of knowing what he's doing. And, but it's also really great that Ella loves to go, that Ella loves the mountains and she loves to go on trips. Because if she was crying the whole time, imagine how that would go. She was our bear repellent because she would sing at the top of her lungs the entire time we were hiking. Her favorite thing to sing when we were hiking is she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. And every passerby would be like, your kid is the best. Your kid is the best. That's amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. She loves to sing. I love that she loves to sing All so much. All the time. Yeah. Oh, so cute. She's the best. 
I haven't seen her in a long time, and that makes me sad and angry. Bring her back to me. I'm trying, girl. I'm trying. My little Lulays. I know. Okay, so you, Tan, you will have heard me talk about this a lot. And if anyone reads my blog, I have a blog. I've also talked about uh, this person and their various musical goings on. But I've really gotten back into listening to a lot of David Byrne, both solo work and with the Talking Heads. He has such a prolific career. He has such an interesting career. He has done so much. He's weird and also joyous. His latest venture, American Utopia, which is his Broadway show, is kind of like a one-man show, but also a concert. So it's him and a band, but the band all does choreography. They're all in matching gray suits, like his his uh, signature gray suit. And it's amazing. It's It's joyful. And it's very of the moment. Spike Lee directed it. There, It's political. It's a very now show. Um, even though it was filmed last year sometime, it's very relevant, but it's still a, just a really good time. Next on my list is something that is more of a self-care item. It's something that in 2020, I would wake up because mm-hmm. a lot of people did not sleep well at night in 2020 for whatever reason. And I would wake up, I look in the mirror, I'm like, is that really my face right now? And so I I bought the Huda Face Glow Palette, thanks to your gift card, actually. And I would just wake up, take a shower, moisturize, put on the Face Glow Palette, and people would be like, why are you glowing? You look so refreshed. <laughs> like, you know, quarantine's really doing something for you. It wasn't me. It was the Huda Face Glow Palette. It is beautiful. So if you want the bronze goddess look, it's... That's amazing. It's, uh, you, it, it does look incredible you on you. It makes you look incredible. I also have on my list a makeup palette. It is by Sugar Pill. It's the uh, mini fun size palette. So it's a palette of very bright colors, kind of pastel brights. And it's all themed around 80s video games. So, yeah, nice. it's really nice. cool. It has a cute little... Uh, pixelated like 8-bit or 16-bit, which is it, cat on the front. And the colors are like bright green and purple and red and orange. And so they're all really fun pops of color that whenever I would use them, and I did a lot of makeup, like I kind of leaned on makeup as something that I did for fun, but also in a therapeutic sort of way. And they would always make me feel better if I put on like red and yellow. It would, and I would feel like a mm-hmm. sunset, and then I would just, my confidence yeah. would just go through the roof, and I'd feel great. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. So as we spent more and more time at home in 2020, little things started to annoy me about my house because you're just sitting there, mm-hmm. like looking at everything mm-hmm. under a microscope, and my. Where the side of my bed is positioned in the room, it's very dark. And I never read in bed because it was too dark. And then if I turned on the overhead light, it was too bright and I just didn't do it. 
And I also have under bed drawers that like I honestly stopped using because it's too dark to see the wow. clothes in my drawers. So finally, I was like, I'm just going to order a lamp. Like, well, I don't know why it <laughs> took me years to do this. So I went on Amazon and I ordered a floor lamp that's about five feet tall and it's a touch lamp. It came in and it was glorious because it's like one of those LED oh. lamps uh, that I could also adjust the color of the the light oh. so you can have a warm cold even colder and the brightness so i ended up using it for mm-hmm. a zoom lighting as well uh just to smooth things out make <laughs> me look refreshed giving me a better image make it more professional so it's a two-in-one lamp from amazon and uh i'll maybe we can add it in the show yeah, notes it's great it's really affordable the only thing, the only downside about this touch lamp, it's not a button to turn it on. You touch it. So there were times where I was trying to sneak into bed and like was sleeping and I actually touch the lamp and it just wakes him up because this bright LED light shines in the space and he's done the same thing to me. So that's a little something to be aware of when purchasing this, but it's, it. it's a great buy. <laughs> Uh, A great thing that happened in 2020 is through work, I had the privilege of traveling to London and Cairo in February before the lockdowns happened and before before we really thought anything Mm -hmm. of COVID, to be honest. And it was amazing because you know my obsession with England. Oh, my God. Since we went in 2000, I've been obsessed. We went on a band exchange in orchestra exchange. Was it It 2000? Yeah. And I was obsessed ever since I went. I read anything that's like English lit, got to go. It was everything I ever wanted and more. And eventually, maybe someday, I would like to live in London. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cairo, whoa, I, okay. Always wanted to see the pyramids, never thought it was going to be feasible. I always thought maybe someday if I did a heritage trip to Lebanon, I would maybe scooch <laughs> to, to Cairo, but it was always a very far away yeah. dream of mine. But go and stand in front of the pyramids and to see the scale of what humanity was able mm-hmm. to create together it was really inspiring and we got to cairo when covid was starting to unfold internationally and you know it was a lot of time to reflect because i think at that time when we were standing in front of the pyramids we knew something big was about to happen and it was going to wow. test all of us so it was really also you rode a camel yes i mean the people who were there that witnessed me ride a camel wouldn't call it riding a camel it was more like a girl trying not to fall off whilst crying under her breath but it was something it was fun it was fun i'm glad i did it i didn't necessarily enjoy it at the time because i thought that beast was going to kick me off in some way but um We'll have to post that picture of you on the camel. It's amazing. It's the most amazing thing I've maybe ever seen. There was someone on the trip, uh, Paul, who had to like (laughs) hold me up on the camel because I was too afraid to like take my hands to take that. It's high up. Yeah, it's high up. I'm little. I'm not used to being up that high. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, when you, I remember when you sent me that picture, I was in Newfoundland with my brother and his family. And that's another thing that I'm thankful for, for 2020. It came out again, it came out of something unfortunate. My brother had a slipped and and fell and broke his leg and, and asked me to come over there and help him with him and and my sister-in-law with the kids. And so I did, and I stayed for three weeks and I 
had never spent like that much intensive time with them. Like I hadn't spent time that much time with the kids ever, you know, and living there, like living in their house, staying in, in, uh, I slept in Zach's room. So there were Paw Patrol curtains and sheets. Um, but it was really nice to just like hang out all day and read with them and play with them and help my niece Penny with her homework and play dolls with Zach. Sometimes he even let me be Elsa, you know, just helping mm-hmm. my brother through like what was a difficult time because he was he couldn't move. And his whole job is uh, performing. He's a musician and a sound engineer. So his whole job is running around and being on stage. And so it was really hard for him. And then COVID hit and I had to come home because uh, we didn't know what was happening. And being in an almost empty airport is uh, something I don't recommend. It was very eerie. It was like the beginning of every like apocalypse movie you've ever seen, every like zombie movie you've ever seen where somebody's like alone in a hospital. It was like that in real life. It was very spooky. Yeah. When we came back, uh, it was a different story than when we left. We kept having to have our temperature checked. Anytime someone coughed on the plane on the way back from Cairo, Mm -hmm. people were just so Mm -hmm. terrified. And, you know, I was in isolation really since Mm -hmm. March because we voluntarily self-isolated after coming from Cairo because there were areas we were close to that had outbreaks. And then after that, the lockdowns were announced. And then other than the summer when we were in the mountains a lot, you know, the second wave hit Alberta and we're currently in lockdown. And yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting because it doesn't feel like it's been a year, but it's been a year. Yeah, it's been nearly a full year. Uh, You know, another big thing of 2020 that made me reevaluate a few things in my life was having to go into lockdown and working with my toddler at home was intense. (laughs) It was really tough. I'm fortunate that my husband has slightly different hours. So he would have her from 830 until two or he would go to work and then I would have her from two until bedtime. It was tough, but it taught me two things. One, how I used to work while trying to raise a child, I can no longer do. I can no longer only see my child for an hour a day. That is unacceptable. Our society is not built around raising children. It is not, especially women. Especially working women. Second was that I am made of tougher stuff than I thought I was. And I'm capable of a lot of more than I thought I was. That's a great thing to know. It's a great thing to, I mean, it's, it's not the best way to test yourself, but to be tested and find out that you're tough, tougher than you thought. I've always thought of you as super tough. Um, but to realize it yourself, I think is a great thing. But I don't think like going into 2021, when we have the vaccinations and, and when we leave behind COVID, hopefully in 2022, I don't think I can go back to a job that doesn't give me appropriate work-life yeah. balance because I missed a lot of my yeah. daughter's life before this. And I, when I'm in my deathbed, I'm not going to think, oh, I made that project deadline. I'm going to think I missed out right. on some pretty big things in my daughter's life. I, yeah, you're not going to say, I wish I spent more time at the office. 100% and knowing your self-worth to set mm-hmm. those boundaries. That's It's all about saying, I deserve this. I work hard. But that doesn't mean I have to be working hard 10 hours a day. 
I can take breaks. I can find work-life balance. I can figure out different hours that work for my family life as well and still produce the same results. I am, I, I am that worth amazing? that. Something that all of us have learned is that we've become so obsessed with productivity that mm-hmm. the more we work, the better we are. We've, we've sort of equated productivity with self-worth and that's super dangerous. Mm-hmm. And especially for people who've lost work or who don't have as much work as they've had before, such as myself, um, I have had that feeling of, of feeling more stressed because I have less to do because I feel like I'm not a productive mm-hmm. member of society and I need to be productive. And that's something that I think I thought was really important to me, but now I'm reevaluating whether it's the productivity that's important or being engaged that's important. And I think it's the latter. I, I agree. I think we learned a lot from our parents' generation on productivity. Absolutely. I don't know about you growing mm-hmm. up, Julia, but if you even spent five minutes on the couch, uh, you got the words mm-hmm. lazy. Our parents did not take care of their physical health. They did not take care of their mental health. They were constantly mm-hmm. working. And that's what we thought was normal. And this year, a big thing goal for 2021 is working on myself, self-care, mm-hmm. because to be honest, I've been taking breaks since coming back to work in 2021. The crazy thing is I've been more productive. I'm faster. Yeah. How about that? And I'm able to get more things done in less time because I'm refreshed. I'm not. And that stress of like, I need to be working. I need to be working. I need to be working constantly, not just when you're off work. And this doesn't have to do with your actual work, work, your employment, but like at home, I need to be cleaning. That's I need right. to be making dinner. I need to be you know, cognitively developing my daughter's brain. So she has the best chance in life. It's the constant to-do lists in the back Mm -hmm. of my mind or in our heads or written down that we feel we need to be ticking off things Mm -hmm. all the time in order to feel Mm -hmm. accomplished. And uh, we've lost the art of just being, just being in the moment and being present. And uh, that's something I'm trying to find. That's my word for 2021 is balance. Balance. Mm -hmm. Um, the thing that I want to do the most going into 2021 is to be kinder to myself. And that kind Mm -hmm. of goes hand in hand Mm -hmm. with like what you were talking about with self-care that could mean, um, you know, doing a face mask one night and Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. like sitting down and listening to a podcast or, um, It could also mean writing in a journal and just organizing my thoughts. It could mean meditating, Um, but also, you know, trying to curb some negative self-talk that I have. Now that we've been alone with ourselves a lot, even though we're introverted, I think maybe especially because we're introverted, we kind of enjoy being alone with our own thoughts, but that can sometimes be Mm -hmm. a bad thing. Sometimes just being alone with, depending on what yes. those thoughts are. And if you're thinking that you're not productive enough, then those thoughts are not going to be positive. And if it's just you and those thoughts, you're going to struggle with it. And balance is a really good, is a really good word. Trying to find the balance between, for me, um, like I have a very, very different life from yours, but I still think I need to find a way to 
still be engaged with things. Like I was saying, I haven't been able to, to focus on reading for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like I'll just uh, be doom scrolling on Twitter or I'll, you know, I'll go on Instagram and just go down some rabbit hole and then it'll be an hour later and I'll just be stressed, more stressed than I was before. And I will have just wasted time again. That time waste. That time wasting thing. Yeah. So I've already started reading more. I'm I'm heavily into a, a book. Uh, so that already feels good to just sit and read and just be excited about, mm-hmm. you know, losing yourself in a book. It was just something that 2020 wouldn't allow for some reason. Like my focus hasn't been the same. I'm sure I'm not alone in that. Um, But yeah, a better balance, a better life balance of everything uh, in 2021. I think that self-talk you were referring to, I've been better with the self-talk. I've been working on that for quite a few years. But what was creeping in when you can't separate your work life from your home life anymore, that's a big thing for a lot of people in 2020 is that you didn't do enough today. You don't deserve a break. Right. You don't deserve this. You don't deserve that. You didn't accomplish what you needed to accomplish. So often, I think, honestly, in March, since December, like from March to December, I didn't take a lunch break. Maybe three March break, lunch breaks throughout those that entire period because I didn't feel like I deserved it because I didn't feel like I accomplished enough. So I was burnt out. And I talked about this before, but burnout is dangerous Absolutely. because it can lead to depression. Mine didn't. Luckily, I was like, mm, I'm, a, I'm a pretty upbeat person. I'm not feeling so upbeat yeah, these days. Well, um, I wonder. But that tired feeling that you get no matter how much you sleep, that like, disinterest you have in the work that you're doing and how little things set you off like the little annoyances that never used to annoy you before set you off I was really struggling with that and so over the two weeks I had off at Christmas while I had Ella full time I realized I was being very unkind Mm -hmm. to myself I was treating myself like garbage and I would never have treated another human being the way I treated myself. So that self-talk is huge and recognizing the way you're talking Uh to yourself is huge. Uh It's a big step forward. And uh, so now since I came back to work after the break, I do a one hour, like I, I log off and everything. I put my status as taking my lunch break and I do yoga. Oh, that's great. Really meditative yoga which has really helped me center myself and has actually helped me stay like mindful. Mm-hmm. And I'm hopefully going to keep that going. I'm going to check in with myself and make sure that, you know what, you might not have clicked everything off on your to-do list, but you deserve a break during the middle mm-hmm. of the day. So that's, it's okay that you didn't do this yet. You will get to it. Take a break. Instead of, you don't deserve this. How dare you not get this done? What is wrong with you? And you're already, I know that you're working incredibly hard and harder than you were working when you were in your office. Someone said that you're not working from home. You're living in your workplace. And that's a, Mm -hmm. there's a big difference between working from home, Mm -hmm. which is something that I do as a freelancer and living in the place where you work. Because when you have a place to work, you have a place to go, you have a schedule, you're in a work mindset, and sometimes you work from home to do extra projects and stuff, but you have a a certain separation, and that separation is now gone. 
And I wonder how it's going to change work culture. Because I wonder if a lot of places mm-hmm. are going to just do things remotely from now on. Now knowing that they can or knowing that it works or changing how what they expect of their employees. A big goal I have, though, I've become a recluse. Yeah. <laughs> I do have recluse mm-hmm. tendencies. Uh, I love spending time with myself. I am myself's best friend. And uh, I want to just make it, if I find balance during my day, I'm hoping that I will find the energy to be able to talk to my friends like I used to again and be social again, because that's important. And I feel like part of a big part of who I am has kind of slowly disappeared in the background because I'm trying so hard to just survive the Mm -hmm. day to day. And uh, I want to not be a recluse in 2021, whether it's more Zoom. FaceTime or something, but I've got to get out of my own hobbit-like space I, I created for myself. Yeah. I used to, you know, the movie Grey Gardens? You no. don't know Grey Gardens? No. Oh. Should I know it's, it? Yeah, you should. I mean, not like you should know this, but I mean, like you should familiarize yourself. It's a mm-hmm. uh, documentary about a mother and daughter who were Jackie Kennedy's cousins and they were recluses and they lived in this big mansion in uh, New York state in the Hamptons and they let it fall into total disrepair. They never left the house and they made a documentary about them because they're incredibly interesting people. And I used to make, like a little Edie, there's big Edie and little Edie, the mother and the daughter. And little Edie was an aspiring actress and dancer and singer. So she would like dance around and sing and, and because that was always her dream, but she just became a recluse. Lots of things happened in her life. Anyway, you know about the Kennedys. I mean, they were basically Kennedys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I used to joke about like, Oh, you know, when I get to my gray gardens phase, And it's kind of really easy to get there, it turns out, like just to stay inside all the time. And I mean, I haven't let the raccoons in yet, but (laughs) uh, or or have 20 feral cats, you know, peeing on the floor. But how far away are we from that, really? It feels like it's, it's much easier than I thought for me to be okay with being alone you know at the same time really wanting connection with other people mm-hmm. it's really easy for me to just be alone mm-hmm. to a degree that I, that makes me uncomfortable mm-hmm. you know oh I know I mean I have Michael and Ella obviously yeah yeah and like I said I have my parents actually maybe that's why I'm not socializing a lot because socializing with a toddler all day that's a that's lot, a lot of work. and she's in that like she's in the question phase right now or she's like what's this why is this there why does this happen why does it snow and I'm like ah good questions yeah yeah and that was (laughs) she's about the same age as my nephew Zach was when I was in Newfoundland like taking Mm -hmm. care of Mm -hmm. helping to take care of them and he was yeah like very inquisitive can I have a snack I'm hungry can I have a snack it's big that's those are can I I 
cost like if we run out of snacks it is danger level in our house so we, we overstock mm-hmm. the snacks because you do not want a hangry toddler ever no, it's bad they become these like irrational monsters that just scream and you're like what <laughs> you're like the like there's like this this almost um frankenstein like it's like this weird switch that happens like who is this child like surely you cannot be my child i did not birth you and then you give them a snack and then they turn back into normal child anyway big goal 2021 halifax i need to go back i need to go back to halifax I want to spend an extended period of time. I miss my mommy. I miss my dad. I miss my whole family. My family missed Ellis entire twos. Like that's, that's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. Like she's gonna come back a child, not a toddler, when yeah. they see her. It's um, it's really sad. It's it really sad. So how fast it's gonna happen? Once once the second wave starts to settle, mm-hmm. I'll do. I'll rent a house. I'll do the quarantine. We'll figure something out. Get vaccines. The vaccinations. Well, we're last on the list because we're healthy. We're healthy, non-frontline workers, right? So it's we're not going to get it. Yeah. Okay, I have one okay. more goal. I, I said, all, yeah, goal. I, I said all mine. Okay. To be fair, I have a goal of twenty that I have in my notebook. I okay. I had three. <laughs> uh, I'm the kind of person who has short-term goals, five-year goals, ten-year goals, twenty-year goals. That's just. I can't help it. Uh, But I want to wrap this up by saying the final goal that I'm really working towards is sleeping more and sleeping better. Okay. I let me add that to mine too. Having a good sleep routine because my sleep Mm -hmm. has been a mess. I don't know what it is about 2020. I'm a good sleeper. I'm a nine hours a day kind of sleeper. I've never had sleep issues. Very rarely. Maybe if I had a tummy ache or maybe if I had too much wine before bed, I'd have heartburn. But I am a solid sleeper. People think I'm dead when I'm sleeping. <laughs> and uh, 2020, I some nights I get four hours and it's not enough no. for me. I need eight to nine hours. So I'm going to work so hard to give myself the best chance to sleep well mm-hmm. at night whatever that entails not drugs maybe (laughs) no Uh, but yeah to sleep more because i think when i sleep more i think everything else i'll be able to manage a little bit better i think that like a good amount of sleep can affect your health so much like not getting enough sleep is really bad for you in a number of ways and it can be bad for Mm -hmm. you including your mental health and mm-hmm. I have felt the effects of that. Yeah, my I have the same goal, which is like, because I've been, my sleep has been erratic. I've had sleeping problems since I was like a teenager. So um, yeah, I've, yeah, I've been an insomniac for as long as I can remember. But I've been um, like waking up in the middle of the night and not being able to get back to sleep and then trying to sleep and sleeping weird hours. And it's just made me feel like a weird um, vampire like if I don't, if I like, I'm up at 4 a.m., but then I'm sleeping at 11 a.m. So it's like, that should be opposite. Um, so I'm like mm-hmm. missing out on a lot of stuff and, and not able to catch up with what people are doing. And um, add on to that, the fact that a lot of my friends live in different time zones we never, <laughs> we never talk to each other. 
Although you're always up when I text you before bed. <laughs> That's true, but yeah, because you're behind. Yeah, you're behind. <laughs> well, look, I'm really hoping. I know that 2021 so far hasn't been awesome, but I'm really hoping that by the end of 2021, mm-hmm. we'll have those vaccinations rolled out. We can travel again and hug oh. people again. Can remember what it's like to be social beings and uh, and build a better future for ourselves, whether it's the environment or um, social causes. I think we've learned some really important lessons watching events unfold, and uh, I'm hoping we learn from them and not ignore it. And I really think 2021 is going to be a pivotal year in history. Oh, I think so too. Absolutely. Let us know what your 2021 goals are and let us know what kept you motivated or kept you sane in 2020. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us on this journey of friendship and self-discovery and comedy. And yeah, it's been great. And uh, Julia, I feel like I've, I know you so much better now just from these conversations that we've been having weekly. I have one last thing to say about the best thing, the best thing that I did in 2020 was start this podcast with you. The best part of my 2020. Julia, so true. Why did we not put this on the list? It's I so true. I did not put it on the list. But the best, mm-hmm. the best thing was for us to start this podcast and to be able to spend this time with each other. And for mm-hmm. maybe other people to want to listen to us too. That's a fun bonus. <laughs> And thank you everybody who's been sending us beautiful emails. Uh, it means a lot yeah. to know that you're listening and that what we're saying resonates with you. And we've been reconnecting with some old friends from junior high. It's mm, been great. It's been great. Actually. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to send us an email to tell us about your friendships, you can email us at frenziedpodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Frenzy Podcast. See you next time.